Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I want to speak to Eamon Malley and also to Amanda Ferguson on the programme now because um, talk about referenda, uh, what about a general election? How close are we to one? And will a rabbit come out of the hat today to get, indeed, the Prime Minister his general election? Eamon, good morning. Good morning, Brian. Uh, just for people who haven't been following it closely for the past 24 hours or so, just uh, paint that simple picture of where we are at Parliament today, Eamon. Well, essentially, yet again, uh, Boris Johnson seems to be making everything up on the hoof. And now he's going to try and get uh, uh, this, uh, some, some move through the House, which will empower uh, the country to have a, a general election. Um, but how many times has Boris Johnson determined, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and it all falls flat on his face? Until it happens, we simply do not know what is going to happen. That's the reality here. It, I haven't ever witnessed uh, any uh, a prime minister who made so many pledges and failed miserably at every turn to deliver such a commitment. And we could be there today again. Who knows what's going to happen in the House today? You would expect a general election, however, would you? Well, I think there's something inevitable about it because uh, he, he has no authority in government. And that's it. the Prime Minister's contention is that he cannot close down the whole Brexit issue without having a general election. That seems to be his contention. So he's hell-bent on getting a, a, a general election. But the House conspires against him because the House has to give the blessing uh, uh, there has to be a, a, a majority of the House to give its blessing. Nobody can arbitrarily decide anymore in the House of Commons we will have an election. The government of the day can't decide that. It has to, it's, it's a cross-community effort, really. How fearful are a considerable number of the MPs that if they did go to the country, they'd be out of work? Oh, I, I think they've got to fear. I think there's so much confusion at every level. Uh, locally here... Uh, to judge by the tone of the Democratic Unionist Party at the weekend at the party conference, my sense was that, that there, were, uh, there was an attempt to moderate the language. There was an attempt uh, to bring everything back home and to take, maybe take the foot off the pedal a little bit and be seen to be more reasonable. Now, uh, whether that is a, an attempt to try to... Uh, win a section of the community which potentially they may think they have lost 
because they took a very strong stance on Brexit against the business community, the farming community, and a lot of other vested interests in Northern Ireland who were thinking purely in economic terms, whereas the Democratic Unionist Party had one overriding issue for them, and that was the union. And Nigel Dodds repeated it. The union is above all. Well, the real world is very different out there. And I always come back to the Hume uh, remark, you cannot eat a flag. And farmers and business people, they know you cannot eat a flag. Uh, finally, Eamon, the idea of an election, at the, to use the old term, the mouth of Christmas, would the, would the electorate turn out, maybe this one's got so much publicity, the uh, turnout could be significant, or... Come a Christmas shopping day, maybe sleet and snow in the air, short days, long nights. Would people go to the polling station? Well, the fire is lit in our house these nights, Frank. I'm sure it's lit in a lot of houses. And if it continues as cold as it has been, there'll be a lot of people not bothering going out to vote. One of the big factors, of course, will be whether Steve Aiken will hold the line in terms of his declaration that there will be no pact with the Democratic Unionist Party. That will be a factor. Uh, that will be a significant factor. And uh, I, I would think that Sinn Féin needs something like that at the moment. I just think that something has happened in Sinn Féin in recent times. I just think it's lost its mojo as a political party. And uh, Steve Aiken could be its saviour in this forthcoming election. If if he can hold the line, if he's not overthrown, if he has to step down before becoming, a, the, becoming the party leader as a result of this strategy, which he's which is publicly pronouncing. Mm, so, so let's presume he does bend and there is some form of electoral pact between the Ulster Unionists and the DUP. Could you see any pact between parties who are clearly pro-Europe? Well, there is not much of a history of that, and the Alliance Party is very, very adamant that, that they will not engage in that. Uh, so uh, that, that's a critical element, that the, if the Alliance Party will not participate, I think that's quite critical. And uh, I, I suspect that there will be a reticence uh, by Colin Eastwood to engage in those sort of tactics. I would imagine there would be. Okay, Eamon, uh, thank you. Amanda Ferguson is also available to have a conversation with us. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Frank. How do you see today panning out, first of all, at Parliament? Yeah, well, you know, it, it is fair to say that it's a, a fairly unpredictable place, so we don't know exactly what's going to happen, but there is more of a sense that um, today might deliver um, an election than, than any of the votes that have been previously. So if we assume for a second that that is the case and that people are going to have to be out canvassing for their various political parties and knocking doors in December just before Christmas and people have to go out to vote. It just really depends how exercised people are because this um, election will very much be about Brexit. Of course, in, in Northern Ireland, it'll, it'll be about the union and it'll be about a border poll as well. But are people weary? Um, will they be exercised enough to get out and vote? You know, Brexit's very much something that is happening to the people of Northern Ireland rather than something that they're consenting to or really feel involved um, in happening. So it'll be interesting to see, certainly in states like South Belfast and North Belfast and South Down and Foyle, um, how, how the election goes. And I think that um, I don't think the parties really have too much to worry about either way. Like There could be a couple of seats changing hands um, either way between unionists and nationalists. And I think that it will be interesting to see whether Steve Aiken does stick with his line of, of no unionist pact. Because whenever he announced that, I thought to myself, OK, this is something 
that's uh, sort of he's trying to carve out his own leadership here and what he's doing is saying you know we can't just keep going into pacts with the DUP we have to establish ourselves and try and re-energize our own party now whether you think that's foolish or not it's a courageous move to make because the Welsh Unionists have suffered electorally at the hands of the DUP since the Good Friday Agreement, and that doesn't look like a position that's going to change. So maybe he's just thinking a radical, um, a radical announcement uh, might change things up, but whether or not he sticks to it remains to be seen. And what about across the water? Do you get a sense that the Conservatives would see off quite easily Jeremy Corbyn, or could they be shocked? I think because Labour is so divided at the moment, it's not, um, you know, it should be the position that Labour should be, you know, the the, the clear favourites to get a majority uh, over in Westminster. And that doesn't actually look to be the case. It's an interesting one because Boris Johnson has that kind of um, shock value that someone like Trump brings, that uh, a lot of people actually quite like the fact that um, he's a bit wise and outrageous. And, um, you know, he very much is about uh, himself and being out for himself. And also, you know, backing someone like Boris Johnson is a kind of anti-establishment uh, vote, even though he's right at the very heart of the establishment and, you know, the, the, the poster boy of, of power amongst um, that kind of uh, sort of English Tory. So I don't think that he will be as damaged um, as much as some people would hope that he might be. Um, and I think that um, the only thing that doesn't go in his favour is that he would have preferred an election having delivered Brexit uh, by Halloween, which we know isn't going to happen. Do you expect there to be an election in early December? I expect it would be an election because I think that's the only way that you move on from the sort of uh, circus that's unfolding in Westminster at the moment. The arithmetic just isn't there for anybody to be able to to have power and, uh, you know, make decisions. There needs to be some sort of um, decisive uh, majority either way. Um, who that goes to remains to be seen. It wouldn't surprise me if it was the Conservatives again because, you know, we have our 18 MPs here in Northern Ireland. You know, we're a very small part um, of uh, of the of the House of Commons. It's like six, you know, nearly 650 people. Obviously, the DUP have showed the, the leverage that they've had, but that comes as the role of kingmaker because the numbers uh, were so fine and, and the, the Conservative government relied on them. But, you know, we've seen already that Boris Johnson has gone back on commitments that he's made to unionists in Northern Ireland, which is why they're so upset now. Amanda, thank you very much. We'll keep an eye on what happens as today unfolds. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.